good day everyone today and i know you all must be really fucking tired from all of these fucking tech talks but today we brought him back we brought ame back out of our basement out of the cellar because and only because for one reason aman ame your resident tech talk person has officially been invited to google io in malaysia and he has gone to the Google HQ in Malaysia and he's here on a very special day to explain to us how it was what happened all of the crazy shit that was revealed and just to talk about the event so good day everyone welcome to another episode of the Tom Del Tinder podcast and Ame how was Google IO what the fuck happened hello everyone two weeks i think three weeks back as i was scrolling through my twitter as usual as usual as usual <laughs> I received an email saying that um, there's this event called as Google I.O., which is like a short form for this Google input-output kind of program, which um, I think most of you guys have heard about the program. So the Pichet normally do the program every year. It's the WWDC of Google, you know. Yes. Basically. Yep. yep. <laughs> Not Apple anymore, please. <laughs> All right. So uh, I received an um invitation but for the invitation um as what i noticed because this like the first time of me receiving this kind of invitation i was quite shocked and surprised because i thought like, at first this like a limited kind of invitation and actually it is it is limited um to like 20 people oh wow from malaysia who are the 20? yep it's a very small groups kind of event but then I just uh, followed the procedure, whatever things that they asked me to fill up the documentation. They even asked me to provide all the details about my shirt size to get me swags and stuff from Google. It's cool, right? From US Holy Google. Shit. So, so you yeah. actually have Google merch with you right now? Yeah, I, I have a bunch of oh merch actually. Like stickers, God. a book. Um, yeah, quite a lot. I think they just heard all the Apple bashing tech talks and like, yeah, this is our man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was quite shocking actually. I can't do much. I was shivering at that point of time. I was like, okay, this is my dream come true. I think, um, okay, this fun fact though, many years back, I think when I was in secondary school, I think 13 years old, 14 yeah. years old, me, small little kid me, I always dream about going to like Google HQ, but I thought like, okay, this is impossible. This is something that I'm not going to achieve anytime soon. You know, I just keep it there. I just leave it there. You know, I just put my dream in a small little place. But then this year, luckily, somehow, like, um, they bump into my profiles. And I'm not sure from where or what, maybe from my LinkedIn or from my social media presence from Twitter or stuff, because I have made a connections, good connections with a few of the Google developer experts from Malaysia as well, from the States. I've always engaged with them. So maybe that might be a reason. I'm not sure. So, yeah, I received that application. I fill up all those forms and, like, they redirect me to another apps for me to like fill up the tickets for me to show once I have arrived in the headquarters. So the day come, which is on 2nd of July, the day that I won't forget. And that morning, I think I, I was the first person to arrive. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Good impression early yeah. on. So the event started at 9 o'clock. I arrived there around 8.30, 8.00-ish. And I arrived there. I can't, I don't know shit. I was like, which floor should I go there? I know that. Okay, okay wait, where level. was this? Okay, this is located in Aziata Tower in Kuala Lumpur. Oh, okay. 
the the building like the floor located in level 20 and also level 28 at, at first i thought okay this is the only one level but it's quite huge even though it's level based kind of place but it's quite huge actually so i went to level 20 then i went to level 28 back and forth because both of it close they said that they will open it around nine o'clock i went back and forth like this place that place this place that there then at the end i went back to the level 28 which was the hall for this conference to happen for like all the developers everyone to meet through so i went there and luckily i bumped into the google developer expert uh shangi and also i think i mentioned their name jacqueline so i talked with them and i was like having a good talk with them then uh, i met Jasmine Tan, okay, she's an uh, Google Asian regional lead. For the whole of Asia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was here in Malaysia? Yeah, she's from Malaysia. Oh, yeah, okay. She's from okay. Tan. Yeah, so she was very humble. I did not know that she was the like Asia regional lead. At, like, the start of the event, she presented her slide, then she introduced about herself. Then I noticed, oh, wow, she's an Asian regional lead. But she looked very <laughs> cool, very humble and stuff down to earth. And yeah, the event goes on, like a second speaker, third speaker, and met a bunch of like experts from the industries, from Malaysia tech industry, as well from Singapore, from uh, Thailand, mostly from Asian countries, Japan, Korea, um, had a chat with them. And my impression was, I thought like, okay, I might be the only students to attend this program, you know? That's, that was the impression that I have. Mm-hmm. I attended the event, I realized that I am not wrong. I was the only student there. Oh my. The only student? We had an uh, early breakfast kind of um, food uh, things. So it was chit-chatting with many people. Then they was exchanging like what are things that you are working on? Uh, where are you from? Uh, what, I, what are you working? And then I told them I'm from, uh, I, I'm still studying. I'm still a student. Then I was quite shocked. They was actually like, wait, are you ready? <laughs> They was like, yeah, I'm, I'm. <laughs> then they were shocked. They interviewed me for like 10 to 30 minutes, each of them. Oh my God. Amir getting all the celebrity treatment here. Yeah. yeah you're in fucking Google I.O. And then you're telling people that, oh, I'm still in school, sir. It's like, what the fuck? What, the, yeah. what are you doing here? You stupid. What? Yeah. Wait, Amir, will you confidently say that you were the youngest person in the room? Undoubtedly, yes. I'm the only youngest guy over there. It's Amir's child prodigy moment. The only Zoomer. In a yeah. room full of people. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. I hate to do Google that way. No. Sorry, Google, if you're listening, no. that was just a joke. Please remember that Tom Deltido is a comedy podcast. Views oh, strictly our own. Yeah. So, yeah, I was talking with them. Then I was exchanging stuff. Like, I was talking, like, what are things that I'm working on, they are working on. Then mostly interviewed me, asked me the same question. Like, are you still a student? For real? <laughs> then um yeah the same repeat repeating question happens from eight o'clock in the morning until six in the evening then the event going through went through like there was a speech for like what are things that google are working on the, in the future like what are the upcoming exciting project ideas and it's quite exciting actually like uh, they are making they are working on many stuff, mainly related to like machine learning, AI, and all those stuff to like make our life much more easier. I will conclude that way. And okay, so that's that's the first part of it. Okay, the second part of it, there come this lunch time, right? So from level twenty eight, we went uh, down to like level twenty. Okay, so what was the food like? Was it good? Okay, read from 
10, right? Out of mm-hmm. 10? Okay, I'll, I'll read it 3 out of 10. No, that's just oh. a way. <laughs> that's very bad. Yeah, Malaysia people. Oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. Okay. It's a disgrace. Yeah, no, I always heard about the Google tech companies, fang, fang companies provide with free food. I'm not sure why the food starts, but you know. You know, maybe we're just used to better, Amir. You know, coming yeah, from yeah. other countries where the food that's is true. just bland, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-mm, that's true. Like in Ireland, you know, you just, you only have stew, you know. I'm sure anything Google has is probably much better than that. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, went to level 28. So, that was like their main office. The level 28 is the uh, hall. The level 20 is their main office. So, we went there in. Um, actually, there's only like two um, area. First, uh, the cafeteria. Then another one is their office, which um, there is currently 70, 70 workers uh, from Malaysia. Uh, but this this uh, this um, what do you call it? This uh, office just mainly focus on marketing, advertising, and stuff. They engineering they located in Singapore. Okay, so you can't do internship when you are planning to work for them over here. When they in, so I ate some food. Mm, I think if you guys saw my story, I posted like yeah, Google Google kind of thing. The place there, but it's cool though. It's cool. It's really cool. Concept seems cool. It's just a shame about the food. Mm-mm. Yeah, but I don't give shit too much because I was just too excited. You know, just too overwhelmed. I had a photo taken in front of the like the main entrance. Once you enter the office, like you can see the word letter called Google, right? With the back mm-hmm. backwards of this chocolate color, uh, brown color. So lucky me, I'm very like extrovert. I like to like engage with people, talk with people. So. I had a talk with the admin. I'll say admin, not sure admin or what. Uh, one guy over there. So he was the one that take care of this um, office, right? Mm-hmm. So I was having a good engagement with him. So the other side of the level 20 is the Google office as well, but it's restricted. You know, it's restricted. It's not allowed for the visitor to uh, enter or it's not. I told him, I said like, hey, this is my like this is my dream come true. You know, I've been thinking about coming to this uh, office for many years and this and that. Lah. So And then I asked him like, what's the thing uh, going on the other side? Then he told, oh yeah, this this like the place where um, normally we will have a meeting among the regional elite and everyone there. Then I told, can I have a visit out of nowhere, right? I just asked him like, can mm-hmm. I have a, have a look into the area? Then he told, yeah, sure. Let me bring you in. Okay, I was the only person to enter the area. <laughs> so I had a like one-on-one kind of like overview of the place um, there's like a pool table a small hall area and all the school like a small slide yeah that's pretty much it from that place but it's quite humongous actually then we went back into level 28 where the half the talk the event uh, end at six o'clock yeah six o'clock in the evening i received like quite a lot of Swags actually, like stickers, book, notes, uh, shirt, hoodies. What sneakers? Bag. Actually, wait, what sneakers? No, no, sorry, sorry, I'm not sneakers. It's a uh, swag, swags. Yeah, it's like a uh, shirts, bottle, hoodie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of it from Google. Actually, for the sneakers, right? Um, Google have their own. Um, not saying sneakers, but have their own type of Converse. Oh, what? Converse, Converse, Converse shoe. Yeah. What? Yeah, but they, they oh customize God. it. They customize it with their Google Chrome logo. Colors. 
yeah, color and all those cool stuff. But it's not allowed for like normal visitor for us. It's mainly for the Google developers, experts, and all those. Damn. So, yeah, I'll rate this whole experience solid 10 out of 10 or 15 out of 10. I don't know. I just do <laughs> overhand. And, and, okay, okay, okay. I think this comes to the part when, when I was exchanging with them, like talking about like what is the future of this industries, computer science industries and all these industries. As I mentioned that I'm still a student, I'm still a freshman. And one thing they told me, okay, once you're done with your studies, do hit me up. I will offer you internship and also placement. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. my God. Oh, the dream. Yeah, and yeah, I told them like I'm still on my sem break, semester break, and they said, yeah, sure. If you want to have like you want to start in a month or so, you can just hit me up. I can see like which part of like job scope that suits you. Then I'll just provide you with the job. Not only one person, but many people greeted me and told me the same as well. They offered me like internship placement once I'm done with my studies. So it's quite nice, nice actually. Very grateful for it to happen. And uh, the Tondel Tino part, okay. So uh, as I was talking with um, one of the regional lead over there, I told her that, um, then she asked me, she asked me as well, because I was the, the youngest over there, right? Um, she asked me like, how, how did you like know about this program and stuff? Like how, like how do you even begin, right? To have an interest on this. Then I told them, I told her that um, I think this, my patient developed for the past 10 years and so on. And she was interested there. I told like, I always love to like share news about the tech and stuff on my Twitters. I normally like to rant about techs world in my <laughs> Twitters. And I also, um, like my, my friend, I, I mentioned like, uh, there's a podcast called Tandel Tino where I normally like talk about the techs world that is going on, current issue that is going so on. So you plugged it? Yeah, plugged it. <laughs> so, oh my God. Then she was like, oh, that's interesting. Then, yeah. I'm planning if like they organize it back next year, hopefully, if I ever got invited <laughs> invited back, I'm planning to invite another friend of mine. His name is Tanis. I, I'm not sure. I think you should know Tanis, right? Which you know, one? Tanis, Tanis Checker. I think yeah, he's from our two Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. All right. So yeah, he wanted to join me as well. Hopefully, if there's any chance, I'll try to invite him as well. But yeah, I think I've already concluded everything. <laughs> Did you guys have any questions? So, Amir, my first question. Right. Out of all the things that Google said they were working on, what to you was the most exciting thing? I'm not sure it's private or confidential or not, but... <laughs> oh, no. Wait a second. <laughs> so, did they make you sign an NDA? Did they actually make you sign a non-disclosure form? Yeah, yeah, they, they did. Did actual NDA? Yeah, they did. Yeah. No oh, wow. Way. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Amir actually heard secrets. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh no. That's right. That's right. I can I can conclude that they are working on many stuff um for Android development for Google OS, Wear OS, and all those stuff. Like to make it short, they they are working to something to simplify our life even more. Okay. I mean, these days I don't even need to fucking get out of my bed to do anything. So if they can make a fucking toilet that can roll to my bed, that'd be the best thing in the world. You never know. 
But actually, because because um like three of the speaker, I'm not saying three. I think four. Uh, there was five to six speakers for the event. Um, three of them is Google developer expert. Uh, one is like web development, Android app development. One is working with Google, and one of the speaker is the designer, chief designer in Shopify. I think you guys know Shopify. Yeah, yeah. The e-commerce, yeah. e-commerce, That's e-commerce. The, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a head of design for that <laughs> Shopify. So yeah, but but there was like a I'll say around workshop and also talk kind of event. You know, like they didn't make it too boring. There was like even two session of it, like workshop and also talk. So what kind of workshops did you attend? I did this workshop for AI using machine learning to identify like our traditional food. Huh. Was it accurate? Yeah, it was. Uh, I managed to get around 87% of accuracy. Wait, so you see, okay, so that's the thing about AI. This actually brings up a very good conversation about that. AI is very good. It has changed our lives, but, you know, it still needs a long way of, you know, to perfect it. And one of the things that I, I've always thought about AI is that what about the niche things in life, you know? Like we, let's say, a good example is like Malaysia. Like we come from Malaysia where we have so many different types of foods, mm-hmm. so many different types of street foods, you know, and cultural foods and stuff like that. Food is a big thing, right? You see, AI these days, they can like, if you take a picture of food, they can show you the calories, yeah, you know, yeah. where the food is based from, stuff like that. I've always thought like, what if AI could do the same thing towards like more traditional foods, more traditional delicacies, stuff like that, you know? But that would just take a lot more data and stuff, which I, I think it will be a very hard task because you need a lot more resources and a lot more like geo geographical data, not just, you know, food and analytical data. You need a lot more geography, uh, geographical and, uh, you know, <clears throat> data and stuff like that and more location-specific data as well as, you know, historical accuracy to kind of, you know, come up with all of that. So if there's actually an AI that can do that. That is incredibly impressive in my opinion. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, you said 87% accuracy on traditional food itself, like just like Malaysian food. Yeah, I really uh, like, I make process of the nasi lemak. You know nasi lemak, right? Yeah. Our, our national food. So that is Malaysia's national dish, by the way. If anyone doesn't know, please look it up. Mm-mm. So what I did was I scrapped through Google images from Nasi Lemak, around 1,000 plus of Nasi Lemak images from uh, Google mm-hmm. image. Then I sent through the server to make the machine learn about the images, like what are the classification needed, like you know rice, sambal, and all those things. And I bring it through another one, like satay, satay, satay. And so another one, I think Nasi Ambeng. I'm not sure if you guys heard about it or not. It's nasi very similar. What? Nasi Ambeng is a, is a, is a, I think Kelantanese food or Kelantan or Terengganu food. Sounds very niche. Yeah, yeah. No, Nasi yeah, Ambeng. very, very, you see, that's the thing that I was talking about. Like, you see how niche that sort of shit is? Like, what the fuck? So Nasi Ambeng, so Nasi Ambeng and also Nasi Lemak, both of it have like very similar kind of concept. But Nasi Ambeng, uh, I think the color is in blue and this Nasi Lemak, the rice color is in white. So, you know, like I use all those stuff to like, identify to classify like which are the which you know 
And I ran through the process and at the end, it got around 87% of accuracy. So it was good. That's pretty good for just giving it a thousand images and then it's able to identify stuff with more than 80% accuracy. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I think uh, because it depends actually like with the way on how you implement the code, the backend of it. Mm. Because like you need to like ensure that the backend work effectively enough for you to like generate more data just based on like few images. So yeah, that are things that was the hardest part of it. That's why it will always be impressive for them to actually do that because that's so niche. It's so hard for even yeah, us. That's true, that's true. You try and get the source and everything, you know? That's why I would say around Google is the king of AI. I will define them as that. Yeah, even Apple doesn't do it as well as them. That's just, yeah. it's, it's just a fact, you know? I can assure that Apple will never come close for AI, unlike uh, Google, because simply because Google hold the, hold the data. As simple as that. Google holds the data, right? Yeah. Like billions a of monumental amount of data that yeah, they have. Just, there's so too much. Humongous. Yep. Yeah, that, that was part of the workshop. And it was interesting. It was super interesting. Okay. And apart from that, I think now I'm going to try and get very creative with this questioning because I know there's stuff you cannot reveal. Like, I know you can't reveal what you saw, but I know you can reveal what you thought. So, with that in <laughs> mind, what is the one thing that made you go, wow, Google's really on to something? And was it like hardware related? Was it software related? Was it to do with like smartphones? Was it due to like computers? Was it to do with AI? Like what, what aspect of like the whole event was the most impressive to you? Like what stood out? Um, the event does not focus much on hardware. Oh, okay. They just mainly focus on software. I'll, I'll just put it out there. That is Google in a nutshell though, in fairness, you know? Yeah, they don't. They do Google has always been about its software. Yeah, they, they just focus in software. So if I put the software, it's just too technical because the because the event is for the developer. And like from developer perspective, I will say around their implementation or the way on how they are reducing the workload of a programmers on simplifying things. Like, huh. for example, if you are using like Google Chrome's and if you are the web developer, web, you are into web development, you are using inspect tools, right? Mm-hmm. Inspect element thing, right? To play with the HTML, CSS and stuff. So uh, they are working on those kind of things to like simplify uh, for the web development part of it. And good thing is that with these Google developer experts, like they play a huge role in like engaging with the communities and also experts around the nation or global wide to get the feedback from them. Like what kind of what kind of features like you would like to for us to have like okay this kind of feature like scroll view um like performance insights and all those kind of features and they they will work on it you know they won't just like leave it there you know they just work on it they update with you and all those stuff so. I saw a slide, I'll just say, I saw a slide, a bunch of like the ideas for projects they are planning to work on. And it's exciting, but it's not like for normal end user, I'm not sure there's nothing much exciters, but exciters in a part of like, I'll say, you know, using AI and stuff to like simplify our life. I think I'll just put it there. But for developers, mainly for programmers, um, there are, there's quite a lot of cool features that they're working on. And 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 also they talked about the NFTs. <laughs> oh, oh my no. god, no. Oh no. no, no. But 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 <laughs> the speaker is not from Google, so but then they invited him. Okay, that makes sense. 
he make fun that a lot of so things about sense. NFTs though. He doesn't like with the way like he's talking and everything. Um, he doesn't seem so into NFT. But but he like he made a simple mock-up of like how NFT works and how you can develop NFT from scratch using AR using VR. You know, all those kind of things. So yeah, I even I even got the Google Box. Have you heard about Google Box? Oh yeah, that's the the package with all of the yeah, yeah. the goodies inside. It. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the unboxing. What's in the bag? Like exactly, Amir. Let's do a audio unboxing for us. Mostly, um, you know, Google uh, VR back then. Google used to have this VR kind of. I I, I can't forget what's the name of it. Google Cardboard. Google Cardboard. Yeah, exactly. So that that was like antique kind of things that they, they provide inside there and others yeah, I think um, they provide us with these um, spectacles Google spectacles with um, like you can control the light night view and light night mode and light mode not sure how it works I haven't tried it out yet they provide us with that as well for NFTs nothing much so actually like NFTs just I mean it's NFTs <laughs> okay, it's NFTs, so yeah, it's not surprising now. <laughs> yes, yes. As as like we we used to talk a lot about NFTs, and I used to do a lot of research about NFT and stuff. And there was a Q and A session. You know, he he asked like few questions related to NFTs, and I managed to answer just because I like talk with you guys in the uh, podcast and stuff. You know, like those kind of thing like come back to my mind. I was like, okay, I think I think we have talked about this. We have discussed about this. Like he asked all those like terms and like what, okay, if this is a thing, like what are terms for it and all those kind of... Like Web 3, Web 4, Web 5. Uh, or, or like we're straying too far away. <laughs> web 69, you know? <laughs> all that shit, yeah. You can fuck us front and back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's some visualization there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think next year, next year... They are not, I think they are planning to do same event as well. Not sure at where. I think it might be Singapore. So I might be driving to Singapore. But oh my god. States wise, um, yeah, if you are lucky enough, then you can get selected to be invited to Google I.O. next year in US, in B area, I think. I don't see that happening to me anytime soon, but who knows? Maybe we'll get to interview another attendee there and see if anything's different over there. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> Because over here, we have like these um, groups called as Google Developer Groups, Kuala Lumpur, and also Google Developer Groups, uh, just found. So these two teams are the teams officially like registered to Google, where we work on to like bring our community like closer to each other to like, you know, um, mostly for this Google event. So you like, you need to be actively engaged with them in order for you to be like somehow um, noticeable in uh, Asian yeah and and also okay I think enough I think Google that's much and also today Twitter launched their first program for Twitter student ambassador so it's quite cool Amir the role sounds perfect for you like I'm not even kidding I applied for it (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) I applied for it so um, they launched it just today by itself. Like the the like the requirement is too simple. Not say it's too simple, but there there's like a requirement that you, you need to do. Like no, I mean like events that you need to do once you have been like appointed as um to the ambassador because they will interview you 
yeah, I think the first thing like requirements for you to be eligible to apply is for you to have a Twitter developer account, which I has because I have worked with the Twitter board previously once. I can't remember when, I think a few years back. So that thing I'm eligible. Then second thing is you must be a like, you must be an active Twitter user. Oh, <laughs> of like course. Oh, I mean, if Amir is active... not an active Twitter user, I don't know who is. Yeah. Amir is the fucking definition of an active Twitter user. He's the man that every time he opens his phone to check the time, he enters Twitter and then he sees people tweeting about the time to know the time. Yeah. That's Amir. <laughs> Amir uses Twitter so much. Even this, the intro of this episode was him talking about, yeah, I was scrolling through Twitter and I got an invite to Google <laughs> I.O. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, though, honestly, like Twitter bring where I am today, I would say. Not not in a way of like programming. I I'll say programming world. Um, but then in terms of networking, yeah, definitely yes. In terms of networking, I met bunch of like peoples from not only from Malaysia, from states, from London, from India, from everywhere. I'll say everywhere in the world. Developers managed to engage with them. I think I think developer um uh, employees of Twitter. I think mostly have. I've known them. I've like interact with them, replied their tweet or chat with them. So yeah, yeah. I somehow I feel like Twitter is close to me compared to like Instagram. Even though I'm like a Instagram user, but I just that like, Twitter suits me very well with how I am. Like I, I engage with politics. I engage with tech worlds. I engage with like you know this kind of stuff. So yeah, even promote this podcast. So that's a win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but Amir, speaking of networking, I have to ask, right? Since you mostly, you do most of your networking through Twitter, right? And you've been pretty successful. I mean, that's partly how you got the invite to Google I.O. in the first place, right? My question is, how did that, like, how did your networking experience, like, differ when you were in in person? Would you say your experiences have been better? Like, do you think you've met a lot more people or do you still think you prefer Twitter in terms of, like, getting to know people? All right. So, um, I think back in Twitter, I used to, like, uh, tweets about tag about all those things that's something that I love I just like let it out there in Twitter like I got connected with most of the people developers but um, when I'll just take this Google even as an example I have like never experienced I would say I've never experienced to meet uh, like a groups of like developers who share the same interest with me to like have an engagement like convo going on it's like mostly in your area like in my area I can't I can't talk such thing with the friends or the peers that I've, you know, it's all about the online convo with random strangers, with uh, random peoples. But mm-hmm. when I have, when I have a convo with like my friends who are into like computer science as well, it is always limited to a certain extent. I can do, I can, I can drive further, you know, there's always mm-hmm. a boundaries between it because I would say there are lack of knowledge or whatnot, but my interest is different, you know, compared to them, you know, so when I, I when I went to this for this such event, like I have been to Hackathon previously before. I have been to like few uh, tech events. I mostly feel like I feel more like home in a way to like talk with them, like get to know, like get to know behind the scene. Like many stuff I've learned from such event, you know. So yeah, I would definitely rate physical event or physical networking compared to like online networking, but then Physical networking have the boundaries. Online networking don't have the boundaries. You can meet through someone from states, from anywhere around the world. Who would you say is the most important person you interacted with at the event? I think it's just Google Google employees. 
Golden Empire, the regional league. I think pretty much I have I've interacted with quite a few of them. I didn't find anyone from um Facebook. We have okay, okay, the guy, the guy, they arrived, but mostly from Google. Yeah, mostly from Google. I mean, it would have been really funny if a meta guy was there at the Google I.O. trying to, you know, steal trade oh, secrets. Uh, the, the, the funny part is that, right, I was talking something. I was like bullshitting. About, I was like talking shit about Facebook, but I didn't make, I didn't call that Facebook. I called that meta. Then got one guy come to me and asked like, bro, what was the meta, bro? Then I told, no, no, Facebook. I mean Facebook. Oh, okay, okay. Talking about Facebook, bro. Right, right. <laughs> he was just so into the convo until he forgot to think like, okay, Facebook has already changed to like meta. <laughs> well, that wrapped up sooner than expected. Well, yeah. Quick, simple, straight to the point. Interesting, you know. The good stuff, I think. Well, Amir, just a little, just a little bit um, before we wrap this up for real, right? I mean, this probably isn't that related to Google I/O because I know there's a lot of stuff that happened at the event that you can't exactly talk about. But uh, I know we spent a lot of the tech talks talking about Apple, but I want to just pivot to Google for a second, right? Out of the things that like has been like you know shared to the public, right? What can we expect from Google in the future? What should we be looking out for? Say something that's coming like this year. Where do you think their standing is, basically, you know? Like, do you think the new Pixel is, you know, finally going to be the one? Do you think they're going to release, like, I don't know, an update to Google Chrome that will change the way we use it? Or do you think they're just going to... be careful. You are on record saying this. So, yeah, please be careful. Okay. Um, they, they, are, they are focusing on privacy, user privacy more, compared to previous thing in terms of, like, user privacy. Sounds like Apple, but okay. Okay, so they are working on user privacy and and slightly, I would say, around they are working to improvise their chip. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll look out for Pixel 7. And uh, what was the thing called? TensorFlow? What was it called? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I remember. I just remember all the hype about the Pixel 6 and we were talking about, oh, Google's going to have their own hardware and software. And it's finally going to be the iPhone. And then uh, we all just forgot about it. Okay, I'll just I just say it lah. They are working to fasten up their chips because they feel the the heat of their users are coming in. So yeah, they're working on it. Okay. So with that being said, thank you all so much for listening to this episode, this very dangerous episode of the Thunder Tipping Podcast. New episodes coming out weekly, and thank you so much, Amit, for coming on here right, and sharing sure. your experience with everyone. Um we hope to see you all in the next episode and goodbye.